You are witnessing a front three-quarter view of two adults sharing a tender moment. Hello and welcome to Front Three-Quarter View. I think I've picked the most difficult name I could have possibly picked for a podcast. That's a lot harder to say than I had imagined. Um, But thank you very much for listening. I am James Mortimer. I'm a Twin Peaks fan from England. Um, I got into the series a couple of years ago, I think, just as The Return was airing. And I decided to do this podcast because I really love the podcasts that are out there at the minute and I'm really enjoying listening to them and diving deeper into them and listening to some of the interesting discussions that have been had. But I was looking for a podcast that was a bit more spontaneous, that was kind of able to jump from theme to theme, from episode to episode. It could do a series two finale one week and then the next week it could talk about the role of women um, in Lynch's work. And then the week after that, it could talk about episode 13 of the series and the week after that I could talk about the return and I want something that's really free to jump about and really spontaneous and hopefully that offers a bit of a different perspective on some of the things that are discussed a lot some of the things that aren't discussed as much and kind of taking inspiration from articles that I've read theories that I've read characters concepts episodes just taking in all of those things and looking at them in new ways, from new perspectives, uh, and and crucially from my perspective. I mean, it's it's quite possible that a lot of the things I talk about will have already been discussed, and I might just be saying the same things again. But hopefully, within there, um, there'll be a bit of my take on it, and there'll be a bit of something new. And I'm yeah, I just hoping this will be a really kind of fun, fluid, and spontaneous podcast about Twin Peaks. Maybe if I keep doing this, if I stick at it, which I really like to do, then at some point I'll find a couple of guests to come on and have a few discussions because I'm worried it's going to get a little bit boring because at the minute it's just my voice. Um, But thank you very, very much for tuning in. This first podcast will just be a bit of an introduction to who I am, my experience of Twin Peaks, my kind of approach to the podcast maybe in a bit more detail and hopefully hopefully you'll stick around and tell your friends um, who are who are as obsessed with Twin Peaks as you are and as I am rapidly getting. So I'm from England well originally I am from England I'm currently in Essex. I first watched Twin Peaks in the summer of 2017, um, probably May, May-ish 2017, um, because I was doing my last year of my undergraduate degree at university. I finished early because I was on um, an arts degree. I did English literature um, as opposed to all of the people I knew who were doing science degrees and had loads of exams. So I had a few months of not really having anything to do because I'd finished and so I was like well I think it was actually um, Paul Hanley's drawings of Twin Peaks he was drawing the return because it I think it was only four episodes in at that point and um, maybe not even that many actually he'd started drawing 
the the characters from it and it was a picture of the evolution of the arm and I was just like I need to watch this show this show looks weird and I need to actually stick with it and try so I got Now TV and I watched I binge watched series one and two and I watched them so quickly I was watching three four episodes a day um, which for me I'm not a massive binge watcher and that felt like a lot and I think in hindsight I was watching it too quickly um because I was I mean it was strange as well because I went into it kind of expecting it I was seeing all these weird things from the return like um I was seeing the evolution of the arm and a couple of the other strange things that are in those first few episodes and I was like I was expecting the first two seasons to be like that and I was kind of hoping they would be in a way and I knew roughly about the Red Room I think I'd seen it um but beyond that I didn't really I I just I just knew it was weird and I have greatly enjoyed watching cult tv and weird shows um from Britain specifically uh kind of while I was growing up throughout being a teenager I was watching a lot of classic cult very surreal shows The Prisoner, Sapphire and Steel and Twin Peaks seemed to fit perfectly within that and so when I came to watch it I was really surprised because it wasn't as weird as I expected it was much more melodramatic than I expected um, any scene with James and Donna in um, I think I found quite irritating on my first watch through I'm, and I think I did watch it through too quickly because I a lot of the things that I was becoming aware that fans really appreciated and loved about the old series weren't really appealing to me on that first watch I didn't really get the music I didn't really get Audrey Horn um, I loved Dale Cooper so much I think he was the reason I just wanted to watch it so much because He's just one of the most interesting characters I've seen and plays so brilliantly. And I also wanted to keep watching to find out where all the weird stuff was going to come from. And then it was a strange experience watching this, these two seasons. And I got very excited when The Red Room first came on. This is Future James just popping in with a quick note here. Um... I'm really sorry about the sound quality. I know it gets a bit patchy at times, it gets a bit quiet. I'm going to work on that for future podcasts. Um, and also, Past James has a little quick something to say about spoilers. There are going to be massive spoilers throughout all of these episodes of this podcast. I'm going to be talking about seasons one, two, and three of Twin Peaks and the film as well. Uh, it's definitely not going to be a spoiler free podcast. I imagine if you're here, if you found this podcast, you kind of are familiar with the series anyway. So I'm hoping that will be okay. I think the first, I remember watching the moment where Josie turns into a, uh, like a doorknob, or is it like a, like a handle on a set of drawers or something? And I'm, I'm rewatching season two at the minute. I'm getting to that soon. And I was like, and and because that's the first time Bob and the, the um, man from another place turn up for ages. And I was just like, oh, my God, yes, it's like it's it's Twin Peaks again. 
when that happened because once you get to the end of Josie's storyline in season two, obviously you've been sitting through some very interesting storylines, particularly concerning James going off on his motorbike, um, Doug Milford's wedding, um, springs to mind, and I, and it was just great to see. Like I, I think on that first watch through, I was living for the weird stuff that it it would bring, and. I think I I struggled with the fact that a lot of the music was the same, that the James and Donna scenes especially struck me as really over the top, which surprised me, I think, because the series was kind of openly mocking like shows that were melodramatic, and yet it was clearly being melodramatic, and I was like, is it not aware of this? Um, And I think I was quite confused by the approach to some of the characters as well. The characters didn't really gel with me, with the exception of Harry and Cooper, who who really kind of struck a chord with me and I really invested in on that first watch. So then I watched season three, straight from watching season two. Um, I don't think I watched the film immediately in between. I think I watched it while watching season three. I've only seen the film once and I've only seen the missing pieces once and I probably wasn't planning on watching the film again. I found it a really difficult watch and I I, I will now go back to it because I'm, I'm currently watching through seasons one and two again. I've just watched the episode where James has just gone off on his motorbike, Doug Milford's just got married, um, Denise has just turned up. And but I'm really curious to see bits of that, bits of the missing pieces, and then watch the return and really see how all of that ties in. Because I, I don't have an in-depth encyclopedic knowledge of Twin Peaks. Um, I have that of Doctor Who, but I'm not at that stage yet of Twin Peaks. This is still relatively early in my kind of interest in it. And there's something fascinating about it in the sense that I, when I first watched it, I can't say how much I enjoyed the whole thing. I was intrigued by it. I really enjoyed bits of it. I thought the Laura Palmer storyline, especially the the investigation side of it, was really good. Um, obviously, I love the weird stuff. That's going to come up a lot in this podcast, I imagine. But the thing that the the, the characters of the show itself, and when it spent a lot of time with them, I didn't really connect to them as much. And every time I rewatch it, I connect to them more and more. To the point where the first time I didn't really connect with Audrey, the second time I watched the series, I really connected with Audrey. I was like, oh my God, I get her now. I get why people like her so much. Um, And then this time I've really connected with Donna, actually, which really surprised me with Donna and James. Um, I really appreciate them this time. And I think just in general, the scenes in Twin Peaks with the everyday lives of the characters, not all of them, not yet, but most of them, they've really caught my attention and drawn me in to the point where when I watched the reveal of Who Killed Laura Palmer, when I watched that episode again, I was a bit like, oh, this is a bit underwhelming, actually, on a rewatch. The other few times I'd watched it, I was like, yes, this is great. I know they didn't want to reveal who killed her, but it's a really good episode and I still really enjoy it. But I think on this occasion, I was enjoying the little things like the the scenes with Lucy and Andy and Dick Domain 
almost a little bit more. Like, I'm, I'm finding joy in those little other bits, those other characters who I underappreciated the first time. And that's a really lovely experience because it means you truly can sit back and enjoy the whole show and just love all of it for what it is. And it's fascinating to me that I get drawn in. I get drawn into the town and the characters more and more every time I watch it. And that has sparked this podcast. So in this podcast, I'm hoping to offer some slightly new perspectives outside the box perspectives on characters, on concepts, on episodes, on theories. I'm really going to kind of keep reading up on theories and discussion pieces and I'll discuss the ones that are interesting to me. I'm going to talk about my personal reaction primarily, I guess, but also motifs, music, ideas, themes that are in the episodes, in the show, in the books. Um, that I really want to focus on. I am also going to have discussions about things across the Twin Peaks universe, and I think that's that phrase, kind of having a Twin Peaks universe, is really appropriate now after the return and after the secret history and the final dossier, because I there's just so much. The, the series has just become more than the town now. And there was a debate on the 25 Years Later site about whether Twin Peaks The Return is actually Twin Peaks. And I think that's a thought I had when I was watching it as well, just because so much is physically not set in Twin Peaks. But I think it was pitched beforehand by one of the execs or the Showtime execs as um, being Cooper's odyssey back to Twin Peaks. And boy, was The Return an odyssey. And I watched the return in a state of awe i think and confusion and frustration i was frustrated watching the return a lot of the time because i just come out of season one and two i mean see it's i know it's they were saying on the diane podcast how it's strange for people who have who went from season two straight into the return and for me, it's strange for people who had to wait over 25 years because I just can't imagine that. I wonder whether that made it easier to come to the return as a different season. Probably maybe even harder because I I, I came to the return knowing I loved Dale Cooper and I loved Harry Truman. And then neither of them were really in it. And I was just like, oh, OK. Um, I had to just absorb so much of this other stuff part eight obviously phenomenal i came out of part eight and i was just i think most people were just kind of saying well that was one of the best things on tv i've ever watched but um the return is just it's it's kind of a masterpiece in the fact that it was just so brave and didn't really give a shit and that's brilliant TV and brilliant filmmaking and um, the return will pop up throughout this podcast as I try and decipher it and wrestle with it and there are so many interesting podcasts doing return rewatches at the minute and um, lots of podcasts actually who just existed for the time of the return was on and just kind of reacted to it and so 
there are lots of kind of opinions buzzing out about that. And we're going to be dissecting the return and part A, obviously, for the next 10 years and more. Um, that's that's generally the lynch calling off period, isn't it? 10 years um, before people can go, actually, that was quite good. Um, but it's uh, there's so much interesting discussion about that. And I'll be putting my own input in on the return as I rewatch it. But also as random thoughts occur to me um, and judging by the fact I've already rattled on for quite some time just in an introduction um, means that if you enjoy listening to me ramble about Twin Peaks this podcast is definitely for you because they could go on these podcasts could be long so we'll, we'll see how they go um, but but crucially I'm just going to be reflecting on my own experience of, of the show my own love for it uh, more so than I ever really thought I would have I've I've really fallen in with Twin Peaks and kind of want to if someone's written about how a the masked jumping man um represents a Native American figure, I'm there for that article. Like, I want to read every interpretation. I want to read every um I was reading one on the 25 Years Later site, um, where it talked about how the arm, the evolution of the arm looked like a placenta. And I was like, this is I'm I'm now in depth in Twin Peaks lore and interpretation. And so I'll be sharing some of my reactions to that as well. Um as I as I do these episodes. But yeah, I really hope um you enjoy this podcast and stick with me and I'll be doing loads more about all kinds of things but if there's anything you want to talk me to talk about if there's any interesting things you think I should discuss if there's anything you want to hear my perspective on as someone who went from season one into two into the return and is now kind of re-watching them and reappraising them almost then let me know and I'll give you my reactions to those things but yeah, thank you so much for listening and I hope you will stick with this podcast and me and enjoy my front three quarter view on Twin Peaks and its universe.